Good morning. It is time for Mornings in the Spirit with Pastor Douglas Shove. Of course, uh, the morning got away from me this morning, so it is actually uh, Afternoon in the Spirit with Douglas Shove this day. But that's okay. Uh, this can be used whenever you have the time and the energy and the mindset to meditate. All right, so we're continuing with the Sermon on the Mount. And uh, before I go through the whole Sermon on the Mount, I may have other, um, shall we say, detours. And uh, well, we'll see. But I want to read today about... Uh, adultery and lust, all right? It says, you have heard, Jesus said, uh, you have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say unto you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Now, it's verses 27 and 28, and this section actually goes into uh, clear into verse 30, but I'm going to cover that in another podcast. All right, and today I, I just want us to take a kind of an honest look at lust and adultery because many people are enslaved. I mean, literally enslaved and spiritually enslaved to lust and adultery. I do not believe that's where God intends for us to live. Now, you take this uh, COVID thing. You might not think COVID-19 has anything to do with lust and adultery, but people are confined to their homes. Uh, a lot of people are confined to their homes. And in that confinement, they may give their minds uh, freedom, so to speak, to uh, consider uh, lust and adultery. And if that's the case, you let your mind dwell there and you can get into trouble pretty quickly. But anyway, uh I want to take a, a look at this today, and actually, you can compare this to the to the uh, relationship between uh, murder and anger. Just as murder begins in the heart as anger, so does adultery begin in the heart as lust. You don't just pop into adultery any more than you pop into uh, murder. Both are in the heart before they're in the actions. And they are given free reign in the heart too often. Now, when we talk about this thing of lust, we're not talking about uh, the teenager who thinks of sex. Uh, I, I have had uh, different teenagers come to me and uh, say, Pastor Doug, I, I just have this problem. And they, they were really serious and they were 
consumed with guilt because of it. And I said, well, what's the problem? And they said, well, I just think about sex. Uh, it's almost like I can't think about it. And I'm going, well, you're a teenager. And they said, well, yeah, but Jesus said, if you look on a woman to lust after her, you've committed adultery in your already in your heart. And I said, are you married? And he said, well, you know, I'm not married. And I said, well, then how in the world can this apply to you? It applies to married people, people who can commit adultery. Uh, so, I mean, there are other things that you can do that would be uh, wrong and, and would be harmful. But adultery is not one of them. So don't sweat the load over this. Okay. And, of course, there's many other things involved, but I, I don't really want to go into those side issues too much. Uh, but suffice it to say that this is an adult thing. This this scripture is, is for adults, and it's for adults who hold uh, to the commandments of God. Uh, they take those commandments seriously. One thing about being in the Spirit, is that we submit our wills to God's will, our thoughts to his thoughts, and our sense of right and wrong to his. Uh, this is very important because, you know, God says one thing is wrong and the world says another thing is wrong. Well, who, who are you going to submit your will to? Well, Christians strive to submit our will uh, to the Lord. So I, just, I want you to think about that for a while. We see reality from God's perspective, from our Lord's perspective. Now, I just want us to go to a, a little bit of a dark place for a second, just to just to clear our minds so that we understand what darkness is and what harm adultery does. So adultery breaks up families. It is a betrayal and adultery derails our spiritual growth, sometimes stopping it completely and oftentimes uh, causing us to step back uh, several steps from spiritual growth. Adultery destroys love, destroys relationships. Adultery overwhelms the Christian with guilt and can even result in addiction. I, I know when I worked in uh, rehab, I came across a book that I actually used to form the basis of a whole outpatient treatment program in addiction. And the book was Out of the Shadows, Out of the Shadows. And this book in its entirety was about sexual addiction. And the author made a, a really firm and good point when uh, he 
related to, related to the effect that of adultery that adultery has on our lives that it often results in a sexual addiction all right and so he talked about that in detail and I found it interesting as I applied that to chemical addiction in the outpatient program that it clicked with the patients I mean clicked in a big way and uh, brought many uh, to a, a more healthy lifestyle so I just want you to think about that if you get the chance get the book out of the shadows and I the name of the author has escaped me at this point remember though that murder that just like murder starts in the heart as anger so adultery uh, so adultery starts in the heart as a lust okay if we place our hearts our spirits in front of obvious sources of lust such as pornography uh, some books uh, some people even social gatherings there can be a lot of this stuff happening in social gatherings lust will grow and soon it will consume our thinking and we can even become addicted uh, to lust look at uh, David look at David King David uh, his adultery started with his viewing of Bathsheba bathing on her rooftop and quickly turned into a burning passion and he committed adultery and the results of that adultery uh, were a millstone around the neck of his kingdom for all his life and did immeasurable damage even though he received forgiveness for it even though he had a change of heart about it still when that lust conceived it gave birth uh, to sin and it really did a great deal of harm to David now we're going to if we're going to break this lust before it gives birth to adultery we must submit ourselves in the spirit before our Lord Jesus uh, in just a few verses uh, before the verses we considered here about adultery Jesus said blessed are the pure in heart Folks, being pure in heart is completely opposite of lust. Being pure in heart means that our minds are set on things that are pure versus things that are impure. I can't tell you how many times people have come to me good Christian concerned people filled with guilt because they they felt like and in fact 
in their description of it, they had become enslaved to, let's just say, pornography, or they had become enslaved to some other uh, things dealing with sexual sin. All right. So we've got to free. We've got to be free of this. Uh, people can be free of this, but they have to present themselves before the Lord and in submission and opening, being open to the Holy Spirit. I have a scripture that I've printed out, and I have scotch taped it in front of my desk on on a hutch on a hutch cupboard and i read this scripture every day it's from psalm 139 verses 23 and 24 search me O god and know my heart that's very brave that's an opening of the heart the very depths of our heart to the Father. Being free of passions and lusts and of anger and of whatever else seems to consume us in the inner person demands that first of all, we have this opening of our hearts to the Lord. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. You sit with that a second for a couple breaths. Mm. And test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. The way everlasting is that of a pure heart. Who can see God? Who can ascend to his holy mountain? The pure in heart and the clean of hands. Mind that put your mind on what is pure put before you all that honors God and honors a healthy view of sex as you are before the Lord in the spirit I challenge you to make Psalm 139, 23, and 24, your prayer. Our next episode of Mornings in the Spirit is going to be taking on that passage that says, if your hand offends you, cut it off. If your eye offends you, cast it from you. Uh, that's that's a, a profound scripture when misunderstood, of course, either doesn't make any sense at all, or uh, somebody that's not very healthy in the head can take that literally. So we'll take that on next time. I, I pray for each of us 
that we are before the Lord, that we are opening our hearts before him, and that we are free to be pure in heart. Amen? Amen. I'll uh, be with you again, not too distant future.